This week's episode of the award-winning, award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by the entity that brought us all here. Mother. Beyonce. Earth. Oh, Beyonce is all the things. You've seen the H&M commercial? Yes. Earth. What? What is Earth? Wind. Fire. Beyonce. There are people on this planet that don't know Earth. Is in the English word, but every person on this planet knows the word Beyonce. I mean, oh, you did that. Today is B Day, September 4th. There's no way that I could start this podcast any other goddamn way by acknowledging the existence, the 37 years of sledge, of just overabundance that Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter has given us for. The better part of two decades, um, from bills, bills, bills to ape shit, we have never seen this bitch half step. It is her birthday, and if you are not listening to a Beyonce song today, you are wrong as fuck. My name is Ron. I was like, I don't know. Am I supposed to have commentary? I mean, like, what he said, bitch. But we good on MLK. <laughs> Um, my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com. Oh, you know, before I introduce myself as well, um oh. use our hashtag. Yeah, we're gonna get there. But there's a reason that we stand for Beyonce, Giselle knows Carter. Um, and it's because of all the great things that she has done. I was and there's a there's the a there's also a reason why they hate her. So the same reasons why we stand for her is the same reasons why they hate her. They don't hate her because she's just she's she's okay. She's not a good singer. She's not a good dancer. They hate her because she's a great singer. Uh Because she's a great dancer. She's a great performer. She's a great mother. She's a great philanthropist, and they can't fucking deal. Shout out to the Be Good Foundation hashtag B E Y G O O D. Um, when fans come to Beyonce concerts and they give donations, they are entered into sold the out stadium concerts. <laughs> they are entered into the chance to get those sixteen hundred dollars and two thousand dollar tickets. If you come to a Beyonce concert and give a donation to the Be Good um, Foundation, you get free concert tickets. So definitely supporting the local community and Beyonce rewards you by giving a donation. Shout out. My name is the <laughs> Superman T H E E S U P A N A N. I'm like, bitch, you know, I know all the things. Beyonce is involved, okay? The world's fair, first um, humanitarian day. Beyonce was down there at the, um, what it was called? The National. Le- the United Nations. There you go. And Beyonce performed. I was here. Um, yes, and she gave donations. The Chime for Change. Bitch, Beyonce is a. Isn't it ch- ch- Chime for ch- Change something? Mm, uh oh! Um, well, she also did rock the vote as well. Look, she picked the president at least twice. She was on one of his part and did Obama nails. Obama for your mama. Um, it's her birthday. It's her birthday. Dinner. So seven one three, stand the fuck up. up. Um, five zero four, stand the fuck up. Okay. Everybody, stand up. It's her birthday. Mm-hmm. So I encourage and implore you to be singing and doing at least one Beyonce count for the day. For the cause, for the culture. Hey Amen. But you know that this is recorded on Tuesday and it goes up on Wednesday, so tomorrow's gonna be September. And that's all. It, it's she, Beyonce it week. Be fucking celebrated. It's Beyonce year. It's Beyonce week. It can still be it's celebrated. the same. It can still be celebrated. All in the same. Again, I am the Superman. T H E E S U P A M A N. 
aka the butt butcher bka the real blanche Devereaux. and it is time for change just so you know um Founded by Gucci. So Beyonce uh, worked with Gucci for the Time for Change campaign. Thank you. You tried to make me look bad. You look bad already. Uh, that is so true. My barber wasn't there um, for Labor Day. We, she don't come back to Thursday. <laughs> Ma'am, it's Labor Day weekend. So which one of y'all going just put me in the church hall? And I just should have said, I'm going to do it. Th- I'm just going to go out like this. My barber was off this week. So let this be a lesson to you guys. Um, if you need a haircut and a squad is not there, just don't get a haircut. Barber, just get get a hat. B squad is never going. They're never. They're never going to help you. B squad is never going to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, this week in our icebreaker, um, I want to address some things that we've been talking about in previous episodes mm-hmm. and probably throughout both of our social media careers. Mm-hmm. Being problematic mm. So I've been accused of being problematic Since the very first time That I put a video on YouTube <clears throat> Said some commentary on Facebook And or MySpace We read hate comments from the YouTube videos In one icebreaker Yeah, yeah wow. And um, so I'm going to stand up in being problematic And mm. we're going to do our icebreaker About being pleasantly Okay. This new. Yeah. Yeah. So I can be pleasant about you thinking that I am problematic. Cause girl, okay. Um, what is something problematic in the past that you put on the internet that would probably get you canceled on today? This is um October the seventeenth, twenty thirteen. I tweeted. What time of day was it? Twitter, can you tell me what time it was? 4.11 a.m. So I probably oh, wow. should have been on Twitter no way. Mm. My 4.11 a.m. Who is tweeting? You and Donald October Trump. the 17th. You and Donald Trump. <laughs> you and Donald Trump at 4 a.m. is on Twitter. My A for A says bottom. So why this white nigga hit me up talking wow. about his whole wet and he want me to fuck him deep? Ooh. I should not have said that. Hashtag white niggas. <laughs> My FA says bottom, so why this white nigga hit me up talking about his whole wet? He wants me to fuck him deep. We are sisters. <laughs> Come on, sister circle. <laughs> so, um, there's something problematic I tweeted. So, did you take it down? I'm not going to take it down. Where I was in 2013, I was in Memphis. I hadn't seen the world. I hadn't been anywhere. Um, you know, the same reasons why I haven't agreed to publicly counsel city girls. She was a Miami um, lady at the time. She never, even she said, like, you know, since I've seen the world, I've been so many places. Your views change. You don't think that all black kids are whatever Hillary Clinton said. What'd she call them? Super predators. You know, like your vision about that changes as you see the world. But Hillary Clinton had seen the world, so I don't know what her excuse was. Super predators and faggots are two different words. <laughs> but Carisha was just a Miami girl. She didn't want her son to grow up to be a faggot. I mean, as a parent, I would not like my child to grow up and be a faggot either. I think the word faggot is um, whew, a lot. Even as a black gay man, a feminine out. Well, if you're a feminine, you kind of sort of hard out. Um, but like, hey, man. <laughs> no, some of them not like <laughs> sis. What are you talking about? You DL. <laughs> what? No. So, um, me tweeting about white niggas at four eleven a.m. back in two thousand thirteen could get me in trouble. Well, one, there's only two white niggas <laughs> on the whole planet, and that's 
Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly, apparently. Uh oh, we'll get so, that. So <laughs> there's not, and like, I still feel like Machine Gun Kelly can get a flat screen. Mm. And you the newbie, mm. and you and the veteran. I don't know what the veteran said, but I didn't. Oh, even, I, oh, I know what he said. I didn't listen to. I didn't listen to Eminem's, but I listened to Machine Gun Kelly, and I was like, "Well, if he coming for the crown, let's see what he's talking about." And I was like, mm, "I did not remember one bar, not one cadence. I didn't remember." So Eminem can whatever he said. Eminem fucking said, <laughs> and it and. And it ain't changing. So um, with that, I will say that four years ago. Oh, Lord. Um, I don't know the date and time because you two don't be giving me all that without actually playing the video. And I'm not actually playing the video. But four years ago, I put up a video on YouTube. And it was the most liked and the most disliked video that I've ever put on YouTube of my years of putting videos on YouTube. And it was about five things tops want bottoms to know. You and regret that? Okay. No, I didn't say regret. I said it was problematic. Oh. No, it's problematic. Now I'm out here talking about real... <laughs> <laughs> well, you can regret your problematic things. I can admit that my things were problematic and I don't regret them. Because I still mean every fucking word that I said four years ago. Okay. And, uh, and I can understand that it would be problematic because... Bottoms would feel like... You know, Uh-oh, I was. Here we go. I was targeting them, and I um, should have been more sensitive, and I um, should have taken better care of my words, and I can understand that. And even in today, in 2018's culture of public decency, I can get where y'all were coming from. But I still say what I said, and um, none of it changes to me, and that's why I feel like Perfectly problematic is different than problematic. Like problematic people are problematic across the board. Like with this whole, these other girls doubling down on their use of the word faggot is different than me saying, hey, bottoms, hmm. I would like y'all to have better relations with tops because bottoms would like to have better relations with, with, with tops. Like they complain about it all the time. One, there's not enough tops. That's the number one bottom complaint in the world. It's not enough tops. Two, the tops that I do meet, them niggas don't want to be in relationships. Why don't they want to be in a relationship with you? So focus on that while you th- outing my sisters. But that's and what aggressively I was, approaching us. But that's what I was focusing on was saying, one, if they want to be in a relationship with you, you need to be doing these things. If you're not doing these things, of course these niggas are not going to want to be in a relationship with you. White niggas included. <laughs> white niggas, I, I left out. I left out white niggas. I really, and maybe that was a part of me being problematic at the time. I'm going to be so white, canceled. Oh my God. I, I left white niggas out. I'm sorry. So maybe I'm going to do another five things. Interracial. Yeah, maybe I'll. International man. Because my last interracial post got some shit. It's got some smoke behind it. But... Um, so maybe my next one will be uh, five things white niggas white niggas <laughs> want from bottoms. I'm I'm so sorry. I will have to do research on that because I don't know what white niggas <laughs> would want on bottoms. I don't. Well, with white, with white, with white, let's not get recanceled. We already canceled. What you already canceled? <laughs> shit. shit. Art. What white bottoms want from black tops? Oh shit. Oh. That could be good. I am going to move a 
long. Anyway, I the whole a lot of point- grinder messages about that. That's not that's no shade, but the types of messages that we both receive, there's mm. a lot that we could talk about. I have to. We have to interview some white people though. Ooh, real research study, realness. Yeah. Anyway, that was our icebreaker this week. Um, we gonna be reeking. <laughs> we gonna be reeking. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to laugh. Is it? If this is like, our last episode, you didn't seem sincere when you're apo- okay. We gotta be serious. I do apologize for saying white niggas in 2013. That's not the way I feel now. How do you feel now? My opinion and my view has grown. To I'm what? no longer. Um, how old was I at that point? 23. I am. You gotta tell us your platform. <laughs> something right now, and my views of the world has changed and grown, and I don't feel that way anymore. So if a white nigga hits you up tonight I would no longer see them as a white nigga So what does that mean So if a white gentleman hit you up tonight And said his hole was wet Remember we were in Rehoboth I messaged four um, guys on Grindr And nobody hit me back in a timely manner I did fall asleep Okay, But But if they had said their hole was wet Wow sister (laughs) You just responded Sister and move along I was at the club this weekend And I was like I would like to put my number in your phone. And he was like, huh? Hold on, hold on. And I was like, are we sisters? <laughs> this? He's like, no, we not sisters, but I'm currently talking to someone. And then I gave him his phone back. So bottoms have to figure out if you, if they saw roars or not. <laughs> so you have to figure out, is this girl a Delta or, a, or an AKA out sisters? here? What's going or is she a Zeta? Because she, you know, mm. she got a fat ass. But she, she might loop. be an iota. Who knows? I I don't know the, the games. I, I don't know these colored know, games. And you just fucked it all up. I don't even know. All right. Cool. A theta, the, theta mu. <laughs> better. Cool. Better. Better for you. If I say two of them, then it makes it better. Okay. The word of the day this week is art dealer. And the art. Miguel um, EP. That was really good. Mm. Art dealer had <laughs> a dawn on it, I want to say. Hopefully, Miguel <laughs> is not this form of art dealer. Um, an art dealer is a bottom who's always giving out paintings. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Let me Google it. I don't trust you. My sisters? I was just talking about my sisters. Even if she is that I owe the theta mu, she deserves respect. So, this one might be a Zeta. <laughs> so. Your Zeta sisters out there that are art dealers, I want y'all to properly address them as art dealers. Those are bottoms who continuously hand Mm -hmm. out paintings. And there's nothing wrong with that. There There is something wrong with that. (laughs) No, there's nothing wrong with that because there's a community for that. The scat community likes that. Mm -hmm. There are some people that are more um, approachable with that and they're able to deal with that and Mm -hmm. they're cool with that. And they'll continue on with those measures and things. And those are great. Google is you like art galleries. To... Here's art galleries near you. It's a lot of art galleries in D.C. I'm talking about art gal- art dealer bottoms. Google. <laughs> Google don't find this word. And that's fine. That's Let's fine. You know, go- Google well, don't know. we're going to help Google today by identifying art dealers. Okay. You are an art dealer if you are a bottom and or a top. Out here handing out paintings. You know, the girls are fully versed in 2018. So. And or fully versed. I promise you when we get to sexual health, we're going to give out fades to everyone. This week, um, I would also like to address that Nicki Minaj has found a new lane for herself. And I'm excited for it. And so Supreme, even though... The Queen Supreme Court. 
Um, I was gonna give her more Wendy Williams. Oh, okay. It's more Wendy Williams to me. Like she is nothing but shade. The only difference between her and Wendy Williams is she has the numbers to these stars. And like, she's not saying allegedly. She's just like. So the I know man you, that Ticketmaster was trying to sabotage my tour, and he also manages Travis Scott, who was out here selling sweaters instead of selling music. We calling Trina next. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Stay tuned because we're gonna find out Trina's favorite sex position. And I'm like, oh, I do want to stay tuned in. <laughs> Again, see, this is why she's found a new lane. Like, this is what Wendy Williams has been good at for, what, uh, 10, 11 seasons, 12 Two seasons? Two decades, whatever three the... decades on the radio, um, and one on the TV. Okay, all of that. She's been good on TV for that. And so, the lane that I see Nicki Minaj carving out with this Queen Radio is similar. Like, it's just mess. But the only difference is, like, she has people that she can call and talk about the mess with like Wendy Williams like her guests they be they give them give them a list of questions that they can ask and then Wendy might be like I might ask this one I got one and a follow up but I might not get to the I'm not gonna get but but (laughs) but with Nikki like she's like friends with these people whereas Wendy is not she Claims to just do the show, go home and close their blinds and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And not actually be with these people. Not party with these people. Not do drugs with these people. Not fuck with these people. Blah, blah, blah. Not do drugs with these people. You know she's a recovering addict. Oh. I'm talking about Nikki. Oh, ooh, wow. <laughs> you don't think Nikki do drugs with these hey, people? Hey, whoa. Nikki said, I haven't talked to Tiger in years. Let's call him. <laughs> you think that Nikki has never smoked a blunt with Tiger? Not the way she puff on in Twitter video. No. She may not have smoked a blunt with Tiger recently, but she smoked a blunt with Tiger before. Yeah, she took one puff and passed it around. Uh, well, if there's any indication of her blunt smoking abilities from how, Twitter. How high she be. I don't know what she on, but she on. It's not the blunt. Is it K2? Is Ooh. it the rat poison? I don't know what it is. But it's shadier than the shade room, and I'm here for it. And Hollywood Unlocked. All of it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. She should continue to do it. Even if the I album don't want her to. I do. Did you see honest. the way she was twirling around on title um Made in America Festival with her titties out? That happens. No character in the world. It happens. One song your titty might plop out. Like the fourth time your titty plop out, ma'am. This is the trend. These are well paid for. I'm proud Confirm. of these titties. Confirm. So if I go to the beach with my titties out. Take pictures. Take video if you'd like. If my penis is out and I'm at the nude beach, take pic- take pictures. Take video. I'm not I'm not not proud of these things. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Write this down for when you at Sizzle next year. Yeah, I might be it. at Sizzle next year. Woo, the ghetto. It's not the ghetto. It's it's suburban. I want to go too. I've never been to Sizzle. I was suburban. Considering it. Yeah. Right. So uh, we'll come back to that. Shout out to Nicki Minaj by Shout LLC out. on iTunes. <clears throat> And Barbie um, Dreams. Well, it's already confirmed to be the next single. I'm trying to... Oh, Good Form. Well, Good Form should be the next single. Ooh. Like, while we while it's still a little warm. Mm, Everything like else can just carry. One. Yeah. Anyway, the next one is uh, Blessed Be, Kitty Girl. The home going for Auntie Re has happened. Okay. And um, I claim to be psychic. Sometimes and this just helped my confirmation. Like I was fucking right. I knew that this funeral was going to be a key. I said it on the day that she died. Yeah, and it 
came to you tweeted pass. it. Yeah, you did. It came to pass. I knew. <laughs> yeah. I knew that they were gonna have it in Detroit. I knew it was gonna be very Detroit-ish. I knew that it was just gonna it, it was just gonna be a production, and it was. Well, shout out to the um uh, concert the day before because they had Raheem Devon, Johnny Gill, um, Layla Hathaway. Everybody was up there cutting up in the morning, and it was a key. Some girls was on key and some girls weren't. Shout out to Layla Hathaway. Y'all go up for her. But that was not her night. But to me, let me, woo, comma, to me, period. So even the night before the concert was a whole hyphen from management. <laughs> Ciao. From management. Um, I just would like to say a couple quick things. Again, y'all know how I went up for Auntie Ring. I would like to know who Bill Clinton and. Shaka Khan's weed man is. <laughs> if they can, someone can send me a tweet, a DM, or a DM. Um, I, I it can be public because Demi Lovato's weed um, dealer is not going to be charged, but child, Shaka well, Khan's dealer might be charged. Well, Demi Lovato didn't get dealed no weed. No, <laughs> that wasn't weed. Yeah, I, I'm I'm interested in the weed. There was weed that Bill Clinton and Shaka Khan did at this fume, before this fume, during this fume, after this fume that I am interested in uh, for a business opportunity uh, purely for myself. And if someone knows that, I would greatly appreciate it. Thanks. Um, I knew the funeral was going to also be 18 hours long when Fantasia took her shoes off. Get her. <laughs> I just knew. Ooh, like yeah. nobody no. Not hmm. she took her shoes off at the beginning of her set. I knew it was gonna be we were gonna be here for a while. I went to lunch, came back with my lunch, ate the lunch, finished work, it was still going on. She was performing Got back home. <laughs> what she was which song was she on? She said, This is my opportunity for a stage mm-hmm. and a performance and a presence. <laughs> um Ariana Grande was just wearing the old man out with her dress. I don't think it was too much. I don't think it was too little. I think it was just fine. The girl for a twenty year old. I mean, like she. What are y- y'all expecting too much? Michael Eric Dyson came to read. Amen. And I came to listen. Like everything he said was valid, and it needed to be said, and it was said. He was adjusting his glasses and stuff during his speech. I'm like, yeah, you need them to have time to clap. So you adjust your glasses, wipe your little sweat. Yes, Eric. Eric knew how to milk it. No pause. He was getting it together. But my two favorite moments again, like I said, Shaka Khan's performance was amazing, even though I think she was a bit high. Um, my most favorite moment was Smokey Robinson's words to commemorate. Um, Aretha because I felt like it was Like a real friend like I don't, I don't feel like she had Any real friends that came on the stage mm-hmm. Unfortunately outside of like Her family her kids like I, like When her kids and her grandkids came up there And they cried I felt like that was real But when Smokey Robinson came up there I felt like, like it was her actual Friend that was doing You know words to his Friend everybody else I felt like They had an agenda they had something to say. They were there for the dog and Faith pony. Hill was there because the Rick label asked her to stop by. I don't. I don't acknowledge that. Oh, I, I'm just gonna pretend that that didn't Listen even happen. Right on. I'm just gonna pretend. But Farrakhan was there. Also, she's also a girl mm. that looks for the spotlight sometimes. I like Louis Farrakhan. I'm not saying anything against him, but I know he looks for the spotlight sometimes. He sat up there in the first 
row of the like the preacher section mm-hmm. in a Christian church. Very being deacon a, realness. Being a whole Muslim. Mm. Wait, what? Okay. We're praising the Lord and Jesus and God and and He know all the tunes. Um, <laughs> but Smokey Robinson was Smokey. the most was the most touching. Um, and for Smokey to be upwards of eighty, looking younger than these girls that are thirty, mm-hmm. shout out to him. Shout out to Bill. <clears throat> I didn't want to do this because yes, you did. You put it in your notes. <laughs> Well, I had to. I had to. I had to. I had to, I had to, I had to be informed. I had to be informed. Pride happened this past weekend. Atlanta um, Pride. I'm happy that Pride happened. I'm also happy that Pride has ended. Um, we won't get any more big prize until MLK weekend. Is probably going to be the next biggest Pride. New Orleans Pride is Thanksgiving weekend. I said big ones. Shout out to New Orleans Pride. Call us if you want to book here for a podcast or at the Superman for New Orleans Pride. Absolutely, it would be dope. It would, we can make it huge. Um, But in Atlanta this weekend Unfortunately there was an incident Where um, We've talked about in previous episodes Of you have to figure out Who your friends are and who to go out with And what y'all Friendship contract needs to be when y'all Go out they're leaving you sis They literally left this Sis and or bro So there was an incident at a Club in Atlanta during Atlanta Pride this weekend where a 19 year old Gentleman was left by his Friends was drugged And date raped by multiple Men um, Suffered all kinds of anal Cavity injuries Mm. And um, allegedly This is his very first pride ever And so I think It's just abhorrent For this kind of behavior to Continue to exist and I think that the the crux of this behavior is us victim blaming and victim spotlighting what the victim could have been doing instead of what the perpetrators should have not been doing. So the perpetrators should have not been targeting a 19 year old boy whose first pride it was ever in his life. That's not who you should That's be. That's not ta- what gay pride is about. I mean, like, what the fuck? I'm not here for it. Well, yeah, obviously, I'm not here for it. But if you are somebody that is at pride and you are just trying to get a nut, 17 nuts, as many nuts as possible, there is so much opportunity for you to get nuts in pride in Atlanta anytime. You do not have to put things in people's drinks and make them have sex with you against their will um i saw somewhere i'm googling it right now oh it says the america the atlanta journal constitution police expecting crowds of 724,000 people over labor day weekend so if the police are expecting 724,000 people what that that weird number um it's seven hundred twenty-four thousand other people that you could talk to, court. Well, all of them were gay. Grinder. It was, we can we can we can think that our allies half are going to come out. Yeah, half yeah. of them are going to be gay. There's still at least three hundred thousand more dicks and asses. I agree. That and that's, that's so. And this nineteen-year-old should have been safe. He should have been very safe, especially with the purpose of pride. Especially with the purpose of pride, and if he was just going out and he was not. Intentionally trying to have sex If you're not intentionally trying to have sex And you go to the club You should be able to go home 
without having unintentional sex. In Atlanta, even on a non-holiday weekend, Baby. you can't go 0.03 miles from your current location without a pro subscription to Jack or Grinder. Because Grinder be like, would you like to watch this video for an additional 50 profiles? Like, well, shit, I guess. <laughs> well, I'm not even going to tell of the invitations that I've gotten in Atlanta because that's my business and not yours. Sexual sp- sex but, specialist at the Superman. But the point that I'm making is... This 19-year-old. Is the culture that it's okay for us to blame the victim and or the victim's friends before we blame the perpetrators. The, perpetrators the aggressors. Is the reason that this continues to happen. We need to focus on why these men mostly deal quote-unquote masculine types of men feel uncomfortable to approach a man that would be willing to have sex with them instead of date raping a man to have sex with them. Mm-mm. I think that there is enough men during Pride season in Atlanta. What's your source for this? Uh, uh, one second. Okay. There is enough men during Pride season in Atlanta that um, if you want some drunk pussy, Woo. You can find some drunk pussy. Call me, literally call me. So call me. If you want some high pussy, you can me? find some high pussy. Call you? Like it, you don't? No, don't call me. <laughs> if you want some high pussy, you can find some high pussy. High pussy is not hard to find during Pride in Atlanta. You can find them high off of weed. You can find them high off of Tina. You can find them high off of cocaine. You can find them high off of barbiturates. You can find them high off of all kinds of things. And those are the things that they bought to get high with for Mm. your dick. Mm. You don't have to go buy your own drug supply to drug somebody else to fuck them after they got drugged. You Mm. could be doing this cheaper. That's the point that I'm making. Come on. So... Why are you going out of your way? I'm going out of my way. I'm going to go buy the drugs that I'm going to drug um, X amount of bottoms or tops or versatile versatiles with. And you got to trust that the drug going to actually work. Going to actually work. So, so you, this is a whole gambling game when you could just be like, you know, I'm looking for girls that's on Tina. I'm going to need you to be blowed out of your mind. I'm going to need you to be ass up, face down. When I get in there, you're gonna, I'm going to need you to let me do whatever I want to do to you. There are girls that are willing and able to fit your fetish. It's not safe, but there are girls that are willing and able to fit your fetish. And if you want to find those girls, you can easily find them. Um, but taking advantage of a 19-year-old that is at Pride for their first time, you've changed their life from here on out, regardless of whether you've transmitted an STI or an STD to them. Now you've changed their whole life. You've given them probably post-traumatic stress disorder. They don't want to go back to a club. They don't want to go back to a pride. You fucked up someone's life because you wanted a nut. Because you wanted a nut with your friends. Make that make sense. Um, I know that it's really weird, especially um, after reading last week, the CDC was here hosting a conference in D.C. And they're saying that we're getting closer and closer to an antibiotic-resistant gonorrhea. And they've the CDC is pushing that out, Pauls to every media outlet that they can because and um it was said my employees were telling me at work today that like i don't know if it's montgomery county or prince george's county one of the counties here in dc um the the schools have decided that they're going to start 
giving sexual health education and condoms to the students and the parents are upset about it but um the rates wouldn't be so high in the dmv area with stds if 11 year olds weren't out here having sex and um giving each other stis what's going on here so well the source for the story is um a young man by stonewise clark who has done a whole bunch of different updates on different things going on in gay scenes during those type of things um I saw it all over Twitter. I saw it all, all over Facebook as well. Um, I listened to his comprehensive story where he cited the source of the actual 19-year-old that mm-hmm. was uh, raped. Um, the story is very, very compelling, um, but it's very, very common, unfortunately. That's true. And so that's the reason that I brought it up is because of its commonality. It's not mm-hmm. because, oh, my God, this is a one in a lifetime thing that this happened no it happens often but we need to highlight the perpetrators and not the victim and or the victim's friends though i think me personally that the victim's friends are trash i think the bigger culprit is the perpetrator we need to isolate why it is men think that it's okay to go out and buy drugs with their own money put said drugs in somebody's drink then try to have sex with them. Then invite their homeboys to have sex with them and destroy this whole boy's whole rectum. He got to go to the hospital. He got to sit in the hospital for seven days with 25 stitches because you wanted to have a good night. You can have a good night with all of those problematic ass, bad ass things with someone that will consent to you. I promise you. No matter how you look, you can be ugly. You can be fat. You can be little dicked. You can be all of those things, and there's still someone that is going to want to have that kind of consensual sex with you. I promise you, as someone that has been around the game and the block, someone will want to fuck you in some way, shape, or form. I promise you. Thank you for sharing this story. That's really powerful. I hope that all of our listeners, hashtag here for it hive, are um, taking note. On a lighter note, um, Insecure had an episode this week. Oh my god. <laughs> you can't just go from our sisters to our sister. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, this is the fourth episode of the season? I want to say yes. Yeah, I think this is the fourth episode. The first three I did not like, which I've detailed on previous episodes. Can I give a small um, 30 second speech? Sure. I am not excited about this season of Insecure. Um, I'm not <laughs> laughing the way that I have laughed in previous seasons. Oh, now join the team. And, oh, oh. I, I knew that you were going to say this, so I'll I just wanted team. to go ahead and get it out the way before you gave your review. But I'm not laughing as much. I feel like um, as the eyeball continues to grow for um, Insecure towards award season, I've seen multiple shows um, turn from comedies to dramas because it's cuter for award season and um as much as i would like to see um isa win hbo win um just i just hope that people know that here for a podcast is not the type of girl i'm here for black gay men first foremost every day of the week every single day of the week trans women a close distant not just not close, very not, no, not just, distant just not distant but on the same very close because trans i mean women, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm not this type of girl. I got to switch from a comedy to a drama for for an award. Bitch, I'm award winning because I stay true to who I am. I am award winning because 
Bitch, look at me. Look at my co-host. We're award-winning. Y'all, y'all gonna have to give us the awards. I mean, like, hello, our resumes, our work speaks for itself. But I'm not laughing as much this season. And I wanted to go back and watch season one of Insecure to see how often I laugh to um, laugh this season. But mm, I ain't have time. Two, I was at the club. Three, mm, I can say it out loud. It was your birthday. (laughs) But I'm not laughing as much this season. Um, All the relationship drama with Daniel and now... Uh, Molly is going through it at the work firm And she can't decide if she wanted to have a girl squad Or if she wanted to join the boys team Molly what are you doing And then she didn't even talk to her therapist about Dro Her therapist was like Who's, Who's Dro? That's my speech Okay I'm done So the first takeaway with that is is As far as what he was saying was I think that's the most important with mental health There's no reason that somebody As important <clears throat> In, your in her life you shouldn't be talking to your therapist about Like if Dro was just some nigga that she passed by On the subway and was like oh he fine Of course don't talk to your therapist about that nigga But talk to your therapist about the nigga that's Fucking you every other night That's causing you this Married much Married in an open relationship You can't decide if y'all should just be fucked But it's going to continue to be friends Like girl this is a lot of complexities in there You should talk to your therapist about that But yeah she's <laughs> going through an emotional jungle gym With Dro Why are you not talking to your therapist About this emotional jungle gym that's like an episode titled Emotional Jungle Gym. I like that. Mm. You would. A physical jungle gym would be nice as well. <laughs> he already taken her through a physical one. Baby. Woo! And I, I just want to know if there are tickets to the jungle gym. Is there like a waiting line or I don't. Ooh, baby. The jungle gym. <clears throat> um, who waits an hour for tacos? Woo, the ghetto. <laughs> I have had tacos <laughs> in Spain. I've had tacos in Mexico. I have had tacos in Texas, I've had tacos Probably in New York. Memphis. <laughs> no. You didn't order tacos in Memphis? Fuck no. Uh-oh. Um I have ta- I have had tacos in a lot of places. <laughs> I have never waited an hour for a taco. So if Los Angeles is serving hour long tacos, I don't want it. And this is like if you saw the episode of Insecure, you know what I'm talking about. I don't understand. Um I really did like the interaction between Nathan and Issa. I thought it was very um, natural. I also am side eyeing the fuck out of Issa again because this is like nigga what seventeen that she on now. But she met at Lawrence, and so. she met at she was met at Lawrence. Okay, I, I, again, I told I told y'all last episode she was a fuckboy and this just seems very fuckboyish to me. Like I move on from the last nigga that I said was my hopes and dreams and my mm. love, and I've been pining after Five him years. For, forever and a day. And you know, I'm just gonna let him go. And forever and a day. This a song. This a nice song title. Forever and a day. This it's on Mariah Carey's next album. Oh, I th- I was thinking day 26 from making the band. No. Oh. Um. <laughs> I feel so bad because I do think that it's a song by them. No shade. Nobody knows that. I like day 26. Anyway, um. <laughs> The last nigga was the nigga that was just the one for you. Mm-hmm. And now, all of a sudden, two days later, you got a whole new one for you. She done cut Daniel off. She done cut off the love of her life. And now she just... Like, how mm, many... Nathan. She, Issa needs a break. Issa needs her pussy break. Mm. Just stay home. Just Are you serious? Work. No, I am. Okay. No, I am. Because she's jumping from relationship to relationship and not... Realizing that she needs time to recover from those relationships before she jumps into the next relationship, 
Um, and if she doesn't, then she's going to doom the current relationship because she's still dealing with the baggage of the last relationship. I hope y'all hashtag here for it, Hive. I hope y'all are listening. Um, the positive thing. I think the casting director for Insecure is a genius because casting Nathan is just, that was a move. I mean, the, casting Lawrence, a move. Uh, casting Daniel, a move. Uh, what was Lawrence's problematic ass short light skin friend? That was also a move. Just all the men that they've casted, like they haven't fucked up in men casting yet. Even the fat so one. So Tyler Perry even, wasn't there. Thank God. <laughs> even the fat one that, um, what you call it, fucked last season. I'm like, oh yeah, hmm. they got him was finger her under the table. Right. I'm like, he was thick, but he was cute. Right. They have not gotten yeah. men casting wrong yet. Yeah. So I don't know if Issa has a hand in that or is it just the casting director, but they got it. Because I ain't seen a man show up on the screen on Insecure and I was like, mm, no, I'm not LGBT interested. girl. LGBT. I've never, that's never happened I've in Washington. In Atlanta. Show. <laughs> I've never, that never happened. <laughs> and so kudos to them for that because shit. Work. And send us these niggas, I mean these uh, men number. I can't say the N word no more. Um, also in the series, they talked about climbing fences and apparently. Hallelujah. Jumping gates. K. Michelle did that for Memphis. And, and that's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, <laughs> I'm from Detroit. I would have jumped the gate. No. Issa reach around. We call it a reach around. Issa had did a reach around. I learned about that on her for a podcast. And just opened it from the inside out. No pause. But I guess you, when you're from LA, you think to do that. We don't think to do and that. When you lived Especially, there previously, <laughs> no, I, I still would have thought to just jump to the gate because I'm like, if I open it, then the alarm gonna go off. Oh, <laughs> that's again wow. Detroit nigga thinking alarm like technology. Okay, like Detroit nigga thinking like they might have an alarm on this shit, but if I jump over it, nobody gonna know that I'm in here. Oh, that's how we jump. We jump gates. Oh, anyway. I guess not everybody. Uh, <laughs> um, I thought that there was an important conversation that happened between Molly and uh, her coworkers, and her being a star at work was important to her because I think in a lot of our lives in millennial America, sometimes you're not the star at work, and you especially want as LGBT men. You want to and sometimes black gay men. We definitely are have so much stacked against us when we walk through the door. Mm-hmm. Imagine not being successful. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm making us look bad. Us as a black gay man. But not even just not looking bad, just not. I came here, I got this degree, I got 10 years experience, I am that girl. But then you get somewhere and you're not that girl. Yeah, because your beard don't always work. Sorry. You have a really nice beard, it don't always work. So you can still be that girl, and you can still have haters as well. Uh oh! Let that be a message. Um, <laughs> oh, shout out to me. I also love them showing the first love slash lovish of Nathan and Issa. So even though I think Issa is a fuckboy, I thought it was still really cute of them stopping the world to have a day. Like they had a whole oh, day to themselves, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was so cute. Like she said, like work was happening, but she called it back with some fuck shit. I don't know if he got like a real job or not. He's a barber. He comes to where you are, and the oh yeah, the that's what his job had was. Canceled. Yeah, so they had so, a whole day. So they yeah. stopped the world. They they literally stopped the world to have a whole date, and it was very spontaneous. And they did what they wanted to do, and they had fun. And they was just the first gazing. day wasn't something like overly dramatic. It was just something real casual. 
Yeah, and unplanned later. and unplanned with our tacos because they still went on a date and then came back to the hour tacos. When the man said, "So what's your number? It's gonna be an hour." I was sitting in front of the TV like, "It's gonna be an hour." <laughs> I'm not. I'm not eating these tacos. Are, are y'all going out to? And go, when they came back, the tacos was cold. <laughs> are y'all going out to catch the fish, catch the shrimp? What are y'all like? I don't have to have salmon. You can give me some whiting. Something farm raised. Okay, bitch. <laughs> but this episode was a. Improvement to me past the last three episodes before it because mm-hmm. uh, the last three episodes I just didn't identify with nothing. And this, um, even though it still didn't have Lawrence, I still identify with things about it. I saw some positive things, and so hopefully, it is better next episode. The comedy comes back, I need it. The only comedy for real was the little boy when they opened the door. What y'all doing, eating tacos and kissing on the mouth, bitch? I it was so innocent because, you know, he's a toddler and don't know what's going on, but he wants to throw a little shade, and it landed. So. Uh, yeah. Um, I didn't think he was that funny because I felt it, it It felt like more of um, the snotty-nosed boy from Martin. Oh. Mm. And but I that's like, still meant to be funny. It's still No, the snotty-nosed boy from Martin was actually funny. Like, Uh-oh. this boy was like, it was an attempt at that to me. I didn't. I didn't feel the same way. But um, episode five, please, please be please, funny. Please. please be better. Please call Lawrence. Uh-oh. Um. The last thing I would like to say is really not a hot topic, but it is a hot topic. Me. If you are sucking dick. Oh. Um, I don't do that. All right. Great. <laughs> uh, if you are sucking dick. I do that, but I do it by the way. But I just want to publicize. No, I'm just gonna leave it for sexual health. I'm gonna leave it for sexual. No, health. come on. Mm-mm. No, come on. Because that way it won't. Toya, be, yeah, we already at the destination. It won't be two sided if I put it in sexual health. It'll be three sided. And we don't need it to be three sided, <laughs> Starkeisha. We will. Thank you guys so much for leaving us reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you have an iPhone, no shape. Search for our name. I'm about to do that right now. Come on, iPad. Here for... This is how simple it is. I can do it live while recording. Okay. My internet a little slow. Shout out to Comcast. Um, here for 5.0 rating. Shout out to us. Our last review says... See all... I'm supposed to be ready. It's a yes for me. Fun and light. Really informative. And inter- oh, wow. All these reviews are so great. Well, the last review praised us, but said that um, there was a little taste of shade. Infinite Devon said, lots of loud lip smacking. Uh-oh, no. No, that's not the one I wanted to read. Mm-hmm. Lots of loud lip smacking and finger what? Oh, we got some more reviews that I wasn't expecting. Wow. But listen. Leave, leave us reviews on Apple Pocket. It's popping out here. Every time I go check, it's a new um, review. Love to see brothers out here doing their thing. I appreciate that you use your podcast to keep our community informed and entertained. Overall, your show is fresh, relevant, and comedic. My only grip, I think he meant to say gripe, right. is that you often report facts incorrectly. If you ever need a fact checker, hit me up. So, shout out to Jeff Suter, who left us a two-star review. Um, Jeff, I want to say 
when we talk about things on this podcast, we always cite our sources. So if you feel like there's a different source or something else that we should take a look at, it's not bad that your source is different from ours or that the content of what's included in the link will be different. But that's the purpose of this podcast because for so many hundreds of years, there has been no black gay podcast that say, hey, go look at this. We will leave the link in the comments. We want you to leave a link in the comments on SoundCloud. If you see something on Instagram, say, hey, the so-and-so journal is reporting this and we heard you talk about this. You guys should take a look at what they're saying. We want to. And I'm highlighting your two-star review because every podcast review ain't going to be five stars. We have to accept that. But if there are different sources that we should be looking at, Jeff Souter, we want to. Pretty please leave a link or a comment wherever you are listening because the purpose is to start a conversation. Um, but we're not going to have conversations about opinions. Uh-oh. And so um, when people say those type of things, I've heard them before. And it's yeah, cute. And we've addressed them before. Um, and I'm going to readdress it now because apparently it's still a problem. Um, when a fact is said, a fact is a fact. Facts are facts. What about alternative truths? There is no alternative facts. Alternative there are no facts. alternative truths. There are no alternative lies on this show. These are facts. They have been checked. Or they have been taught. So when I say anything from a sexual health perspective, it's because I've been taught these things. I went to school. school. I went to school for these (laughs) things. I was educated in these things. I know these things. I'm not saying them because I'm pulling them out of my dick. I'm saying them because these are things that I know. And so when you feel like something I said might be a little eerie, might be a little wrong, might be a little uninformed, Google it. Uh Uh-oh. Google it. And that's no sh- Alexa. Put put anything that I say to the Google test Alexa. and then come back to me and tell me whether it's factual or not. Do do not tell me something is not factual because you don't feel like it is. Because your feelings are not valid. Um, well, just as a decade in the blogging industry, um, I go to conferences about a lot of many of the things that I talk about. And if I don't know, I um, reference many of the people that I've met in my 10 year journey of blogging. I admit, I don't know everything. First of all, a man who knows everything knows nothing. Who was that quote by? Tell us. But um, I, I don't know. I personally don't know everything. So I definitely consult with um, professionals in the industries. For this week in um, social studies, I uh, took my friend to dinner last night so I can make sure that I was validated in all the things I'm saying. We haven't gotten there yet, but... Pretty pleased. If you have other sources, other links, everyone listening, we encourage you to um, send us links and yeah, just make sure we're having an intelligent discussion around a lot of these issues because we are talking about depression, bipolar disorder, um, rape. We are talking about a lot of serious issues. So pretty pleased. Make sure that you have peer-reviewed, preferably, um, sources when we are having discussions about things going on also um if you are not aware john mccain's senate seat is being given to someone by the name of john kyle who was previously in the senate <clears throat> that did not run for re-election because he was trash he voted for the constitutional banning of same-sex marriage voted for uh 
DOMA, the Defense of Marriage Act, which was also anti-LGBT, also voted against sexual orientation as a hate crimes legislation. And so that is going to be our sources for that. Um, again, Google will help you. You don't have to listen to me as your full source, but I'm telling you this as your source because I'm researching these things before I'm talking to you about them. This week in social studies, I want to read a quote regarding cuffing season loneliness. Um, a lot of people, the sun go down at 530. It don't come back up to like 8 a.m. We are sitting in our apartments alone because millennials are renting more than we are buying homes. Uh, sources, you can find those sources. Alexa, Google, um, what's the Apple one called? Ask them. Siri. Millennials are renting more than they're buying homes. Um, this quote says, I never think it's a good idea to date someone out of boredom, loneliness, or convenience. We've all done it, but it never ends well. Either someone gets hurt or the relationship ends up being so subpar that it's a waste of energy. Some better ideas would be to plan a girl's trip or a boy's trip, join a book club, read those books you've always been meaning to get to, work on spiritual or emotional development, or stay open to whatever possibilities may come your way. And that's from relationship expert Jillian Tarecki. But that's also not the first place I've read that or the last place I've read that. We discussed that last year on this same podcast. But I um, referenced a real classy, cute journal. And this year, I'm just like, girl, child. The journal said it. The relationship experts are saying it. And they're only saying these things because they... Anyway. So, do you agree with her? Like, should you date someone just because you're lonely? Should you date someone because you're bored? Or just date someone out of convenience? I think the act of dating is um, important. You Dating them out of boredom. We don't have to be just bored. You could just be dating to be dating. Um, you cannot be bored with life and say, "Okay, I'm fulfilled in work. I'm fulfilled in entertainment. I'm fulfilled mm-hmm. in all these other things." But I ain't dating no nigga right now. So let me just date, just date a few niggas and see what happens. You can date a few niggas and none of them work out and be like, "Okay, well, I learned something. Maybe I got some dick. Maybe I got some ass in the process." <laughs> And um, now I know, and he's in the background. You don't the have relationship to, ends up being so so hard that it was a waste of energy. It don't have to be a waste of energy if you got some good dick or good, a good ass out of it, a good trip. Uh, he bought <laughs> a good trip. <laughs> if you date like I date, you get a good trip. Um, <laughs> a good trip, a good bag. Oh, maybe he'll teach you something. Oh, you and see the girls. So what are you going through? I haven't addressed City you Girls third yet. Third member of City Girls. I haven't addressed that yet. I was trying to breeze <laughs> past that because, like, we we. But you know, I'll, but I'll, I, I'm gonna come back to them. <laughs> um, but no, I don't think it's a problem in dating if you're just bored and you just want to be doing something. Then write a book while you're reading these books. Um, you don't have to be dating because you're bored. You can be dating because you want to be dating. Because you just want to be out there, see what you find, see what you don't find. If you don't like something, then cool. If you just tired of dating, then stop dating. You don't have to be dating because you're bored. What's going on in sexual health this week? Uh, <clears throat> um, everybody's gonna feel red, and that's fine. Bottoms. Huh. Do an experiment for me. Clean your coochie. And then look for some dick afterwards. Oh my god! 
I know what you you say this all the time. You this say this it. all the time. This ain't it. That's ain't it All the time And you know how long I've been saying it Niggas ain't been listening So I'm gonna say it again Including white niggas From the back <laughs> From the back White niggas Brown niggas Purple niggas Black niggas Yellow niggas All the niggas <laughs> Nobody's listening So I'm gonna say it again Do this experiment for me Clean your coochie Uh huh Get it together Then get on the internet And see if there's some penises around mm. That would like to be in your coochie That you just cleaned Oh my god I, I'm a 95% guarantee you. Mm-mm. 95. I'm gonna say it's about 5% chance that you may not, but that 5% don't have anything to do with the penises around you. It probably has a lot to do with you. Like, mm, maybe these just aren't your types. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the 5%. Because we fine. always want our type that don't want us back. There's and that's fine. That's, that's what happens. That's what happens. That's what happens. Because you might get offered dick and you just be like, I don't want no dick from no 22-year-old nigga. Ugh. I don't. I don't want no dick from no nigga that's 115 pounds. Ugh. Or nope. I don't want no dick from no nigga that's 400 pounds. Ugh. Like, whatever it is, like, that 5% is, that's the margin of error. Okay. So, do this experiment. Clean your coochie first. <laughs> then get back on the internet. And then say, hey, who wants some coochie? Ooh. And your coochie is going to be Automatically ready. Do I change it to my headline on my profile? Who Do it wants some coochie? Ooh, who, I like that. who want the smoke? Hey. Who want the smoke? Because they can be getting the hey. smoke because your coochie is ready. Oh wow! And if your coochie is ready, you get back on the internet and you they be like. Okay, I do want to smoke. Okay, cool. Come over or I'm coming over or however y'all work y'all logistics out. Whatever that that is. Y'all work that out. And somebody's going to get the smoke. I don't understand this behavior of getting on the internet and asking for dick that you're not ready for. It is a personal one. But again, I go to the top meetings and they tell me the same thing. So I know it's not just me. It's not just me. Because first of all, after I clean, I'm like, you got like a good two hour window. And in two hours, if you can't find no dick, then you shouldn't be looking for no dick. Why or can't maybe you? that's God trying to tell you, or Beyonce. It might be Prince. Then right, you know what? Then it's in the stars. Go have Subway. <laughs> oh, uh, exactly. Get you a foot long somewhere. <laughs> Get you a foot long one way or another. <laughs> your chances of finding some dick is just greater after your coochie is clean. Mm-hmm. If your coochie is not clean, you tell the nigga, wait. I'm gonna be like 30, 45 minutes. Come over around six. Um, come, uh, Sorry, I'm, it's two thirty. <laughs> my, my mama and daddy gonna leave at ten. You you are decreasing your chances of dick, and you are hereby fucking up relations between tops and bottoms. And I hold you responsible. I like that. No pause. I'm not done. Mm. Um, tops. Mm. Oh, are you serious? I am. You about to? I'm about to. I'm about to give us a little bit. Just Thank you. Bit. Thank you. It's been waiting 20 years. Finally. <laughs> Dramatic. Um, dick is a dime a dozen. It really is. Literally every gay man has one. Now whether it's good or whether it's big or whether it's nice or not, that's something completely well, what is, those are completely those are semantics. But tops need to realize that every man has a dick, and just because they were a top yesterday does not mean they're not going to be a top tomorrow. So with that being said, you are not the gay unicorn because you have an erection. Just because you have an erection does not mean that the world must stop. 
just because you have an erection does not mean that um, you have become the topic of the day. You have become the focal point of the day. You are the most important thing going on. Cool. You have an erection. You're probably going to have another another one. like In within, an hour. Within 15 minutes. Ooh, within 15 minutes. Some days are better so, than others. So that is real <laughs> cute. And so to Tops, I would like to say you are not the gay unicorn. You are just a part of the puzzle. Thank you. Verse niggas. Oh, mm-hmm. it, okay. Everybody Woo. can get it. Everybody Pause. can get the smoke. Pause. Okay. Verse niggas. Hmm. Head when you put your mouth on a penis. Because all verse niggas suck penis. Like, I don't know a verse nigga that does not. Like, how can you be verse and you don't suck penis? You Like, you're supposed to do everything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. When you put your mouth... Onto a penis. This should not be a toothy situation. This should not be a hand calloused construction worker hand situation. This should be head. Meaning the experience of the dick needs to be in your head. Mm. Meaning put the whole dick that you signed up for in your head. If you cannot put it all in your whole mouth and in your whole throat, don't sign up for that dick. That is not the dick that you said you would suck today. It is Especially if you have these hardcore, calloused, construction worker, built-ass, I don't know what lotion-ass-ass hands are. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to feel that. That's not cute. That's not fun. That doesn't feel good. It hurts. Stop. You you have have two. I do know. (laughs) I do know. Okay. If you have two rows of teeth in your mouth, head is not it. If you have a whole nother tooth behind another tooth behind another tooth, stop sucking dick. You need a dentist. (laughs) Obamacare is expensive right now. That's three teeth. You said a tooth behind a tooth behind a tooth. That's wow. First off, someone listening right now can identify. Oh, okay. I don't know those struggles. So to my verse people, realize what head is. Head is head. Two rows of teeth. That means like two rows up top. Together. That is this week's um, sexual health. Make sure that you subscribe to our Patreon. Please, we just created some new content Mm -hmm. over on Patreon that I know you guys would enjoy. If you just enjoyed this sexual health, you're definitely going to enjoy the content over at Patreon that we just recorded for you guys. The friend zone. If you're there, if Woo! you're not. All right. Um, this week, the song for my soul. I have been feeling Rihanna music. Um, first off, that's blasphemy on today. I'm just, you know, I'm gonna oh. go first. I'm gonna go first. No, let me finish. <laughs> no, I'm excited. Okay. It's about like the whole vibe. Beyonce does have songs that fit into the vibe. I, it's more about a vibe for me. And so just outside, like Beyonce is an entity that it's a non-compete. I mean, like Beyonce versus who? I mean, like these girls don't compete. So I don't see a compete clause with anything Beyonce is doing. But I've been feeling the rock soul soft moments Rihanna has been giving us with songs like Kiss It Better, which has the heavy guitar riffs in it. Um, but number one for me right now is California King Bed, where she's saying, like, in this California King Bed, which is the largest bed size, we're 10,000 miles apart, and she wants to bring the relationship back together. 
she wants things to be back together. So the distance between you, you know, like, wow, I want to be really close to you, not just really far apart in this big-ass bed. So I really enjoyed California King Bed this week, and that's the song for my soul. Yeah, it's been a song for my soul before. Um, I, again, I think I detailed it as one of my previous relationship songs as well. It's yeah. one of my favorite Rihanna songs of all time. Um, but me, huh? today is September 4th. Yeah. And there is no way in the hell that the song <laughs> for my soul was gonna be anything other than Beyonce, Giselle, oh fucking Nose Carter. If there was ever, if there was there a was thing, ne- you should have told me. Oh my gosh, I shouldn't have to tell but you. This is the song for my soul. So September it's gonna 4th. be. It was gonna be the song for my soul. And you going to hell for that, Beyonce? You going to hell for that? Beyonce does not have a. Com- uh, I- this week, my soul belongs to Beyonce. All right. <clears throat> you know I hate sleeping alone, but you said. That you would soon be home But baby that was a long time ago I'm not feeling it I'm not feeling it On top of you not calling me back Nigga You see I bet you think it's all on track Lies And you acting like It's It's all all of that that. And it's not (laughs) I'm not feeling it I'm just not feeling it Let's go, little kitty cat. I think it's time to go. I think it's time to go, little kitty cat. He don't want no more, little kitty cat. Is the song for my soul this week? Come on. So, kitty cat is a song um, that can be taken a whole bunch of different ways. Uh, This time back in 2006, the album was released. And uh, it's still a fucking era. It's still a jam. It's still a bop. If you don't know it, do your research. Um, But on this day in 2006, it was released. um, And it's still a proverb. Sometimes you got to know when you got to snatch the cat back. Oh. And by the cat, it don't always just mean the coochie. Oh, yeah. yeah, Okay. Sometimes snatching the cat back can mean... Snatching the pussy back, Balls. snatching the dick back, Balls. snatching your time back, Balls. snatching your attention Can back. You say balls? No, <laughs> snatching your affection back. Oh, snatching your money back. Woo! Snatching your social media promotion back. Yeah. So sometimes it's time to go, kitty cat. Take your kitty cat. Get up and fucking go. Because he balls? don't take your balls. Because he don't want no more. Kids like balls. And if he don't want no more, don't give him no more. Because the nigga not worth it. Oh. Nigga, niggas, bitches, it, it all applies. <laughs> Kitty Cat, Beyonce, 2006, B-Day. Go check it out if you don't know what I'm talking about. <sighs> it's time for here for it. I'm really scared and nervous because I don't know if everyone has Hulu. I don't have Hulu. I'm going to watch it on the bootleg. Oh, shit. Or ask somebody for their password. But the Grace Jones documentary is coming out this weekend on Hulu. Yeah, we talked about it. It's going to follow her. Um, she takes a trip back home to Jamaica. And then it's going to come back to America and then follow her singing, songwriting, modeling. She's worked with everybody. You name Hallelujah. You name it. She's worked with them. Her name's Grace Jones. I mean, she's been slaying. So support the icon. September 10th on Hulu, the Grace Jones documentary. Just open your Hulu app, search Grace Jones. It's going to come up. 
Um, you can probably open your Hulu app right now and uh, mark it for a notification when it premieres. I don't have Hulu, so I don't think you can. I don't know if you can, but shout out to Hulu. I'm going to um, be rich one day and I can afford Netflix and Hulu. But my here for it is to Grace Jones. She deserves. As she does. She deserves everything. Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely iconic. I'm so glad that she's still here because in the time of us losing legends. Cussing bitches out. She's what? like, I'm paying for this album. I can say whatever I want to say on these records. I was like, oh, wow. Snatched the cat. And back. she fight girls. She used to fight <laughs> girls back in the 80s. <laughs> she didn't have no problem fighting girls. Um, this week I am historically here for something and not here for something. At the same seven things, times. seven things. Okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna start with the bad news first, and then end on a high note. Ta-da! I'm not here for your friends over at the City Girls. Over at the City Girls, they had a grand opening and a grand, a grand closing. Um, there was the a same store time. named City Trends in Memphis. Same thing. I was thinking when you were talking to me, I was like. There was a store called City, City Basically, trends. same thing. They were selling something cheap. You could get yeah. something that you you could get quick. Very Go rainbow, to the club right now. Rouge, but as soon as you put it in a washer, piece. it was going to fall apart. Woo, City Girls gave you the same thing. <laughs> grand <laughs> opening and grand closing. They gave you like two little cute little tracks that y'all thought y'all could use. Twerk to, bop to, something like that. But you put it in the washer and it's trash. Uh-oh. You can't wear the shit again. It's done. Grand opening, grand closing. Goodbye, city girls. Goodbye, Doja Cat. I didn't know what the fuck a Doja Cat was until Doja Cat said that um, her use of the F word was also in line with the city girls. And she continued to use the F word over 18 times on Twitter. In her apology. In her apology and her defense of the F word. I'm not here for it. I didn't even know what the fuck a Doja Cat was. And I'm glad I don't. Goodbye. I'm not here for it. Um, what I am for here for this week. Ooh, moving on. Moving on. Nike made a great ad for Colin Kaepernick and Serena. And Serena. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm, okay. I'm one at a time. One at a okay, time. Okay. Okay. So much greatness. Ooh. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick is the face of their new campaign, and it angered white people so much. So much. Mm. That they wanted to cut the Nike emblems off of their Nike products that they bought and burn the Nike products that they bought because he was supporting. Nike was supporting. Well, no, vis-a-vis. Hallelujah. Vis-a-vis, Nike is supporting him, who he is supporting. uh, 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 Actual justice against police brutality against black people. So how dare he be doing that? And then how dare Nike be supporting him in doing that? Mm. Um, and it just it was so funny to me. It was hilarious. It's been hilarious all day. One person mm. burned their shoes while they were wearing their shoes. Burned their own foot with second degree burns. Um, the Trump supporters that were cutting Nike symbols off of their things and still wearing them. Like you're not like actually protesting anything because you already bought these things. It was just stupid, out of the way, dumb. Y'all don't make no sense. I'm not here for it. Um, it really baffles me that they thought that they were hurting Nike's feelings about burning things and cutting things that they had already purchased with their own money. Like Nike already, you can't get the money back, my nigga. Like, all right. And y'all paying interest on it. Y'all done put a lot of this, these clothes on y'all credit cards. Like when people go clothes shopping, a lot of Americans put their 
shopping sprees on their credit cards. So you've already paid that price plus interest. So, but this, these are the same people that think that kneeling as a protest is a silly way to protest, but they are protesting by burning and cutting things that they've already bought. So, um, Colin Kaepernick, seventeen, y'all zero. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Absolutely here for it. We move into our last call. Um, yeah. If you have some Dasani, some Starbucks, a Starbucks is a little bit problematic sometimes. And things. Shout out to this tequila we're drinking for Beyonce's birthday. Um, my here for my last call this week is to eighty five thousand listens to here for a podcast. Um, our merch has been announced. And there are so many more things coming soon. Um, I just overheard a Skype call this weekend. Things are coming soon. Do you hear me, bitch? And I, well, not bitch. I put in my notes, friend. <laughs> friend, I'm so proud of us. So thank you for being here for this journey. This, um, this com- I mean, like, we have we have these conversations all the time, but... We just decided to start recording them, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, I really love listening to those two. So, shout out to Here for a Podcast, 85,000 listens. Um, our merch is coming soon. If you're a Patreon subscriber, P A T R E O N, at Here for It. Yeah, dot com forward slash Here for It Pod. You know huh. when, when the dates are, and you've seen the preview of the merch. But yeah, just shout out to 85,000 listens. Or if you saw me walking around on the streets in the past. Couple weekends you saw me walking around in the merch, so sneak peek. You're a lesbian, so you probably was at the lesbian bars. Um, what you're here for? Last call. Woo! I always get here for it to last calls. I'm so excited. It's good news. Good My news. last call this week is to Serena Williams' daddy releasing the footage of her um as a child being great and being the fucking legend that she is. Being today. confident. First off, Venus. Even if even if we didn't know who she was, I knew the black daddy that walked into those videos. Venus couldn't be deterred. You hear me? No, there was a video of Serena. I thought it was Venus. No, it was Serena. There was a video of Serena talking to a um, a white anchor person. We don't know who he is. <laughs> who um, does? Nobody. And um, he was talking about her next opponent. And she was saying, oh, I know I'm a beater. No problem. And He um, said, you sound so confident. Confident, yeah. How do you speak so confidently? Because I, I know I'm a beater. These are <laughs> words that basically... And these are like a series of videos that her father released of Serena and Venus. And um, at one point during the video, Serena's father... Serena and Venus's father. Yeah, it says Venus Williams shirt, Star Shirts video, proudly confident Venus Serena. Oh, the title also said Serena. Either one. It don't matter. Venus I'm, my, my last call is to the Williams father because mm-hmm. whether it was Serena or Venus, it doesn't matter. Richard she was she back. She was going to win. She knew she was going to win. Her father knew she was going to win. And then when the white anchor person was challenging this young teenager about winning, her father stepped in and was like, "Oh no no no! <laughs> what you not gonna do today?" And this interview is none of that. She said what she said. She meant what she said. And we're going to see y'all on the court. 
cut the cut cut the video. Basically. And that is the type of daddy that all of us need. Gay, straight, white, black, trans, purple, yellow, blue, orange, conforming, non-conforming, all the all of the spectrum. We all need a daddy that was able to stand up for us like that in that kind of moment. Richard Williams. Richard did not have time. He didn't have time. And, and, mama, and mama did some of the same things in the past before. Yeah. That was just not caught on video. Mm-hmm. I've seen reports of it, but this was caught on video of him like inter- interrupting an interview where one of his daughters was giving like her real tea of saying, I'm about to beat this girl. Like I've been winning, I've been slaying. And for a parental figure to come into the frame, stop the interview properly, um, and stand up for his child. Which is we just don't see often. And unfortunately, um it we should see it more often. And so it's my last call because I want to see it more often. So if any of our listeners have kids, go watch those videos. If you got some um God kids, if you got some nieces and nephews. The gay go, uncle. I'm one, I'm a gay uncle. And if I was ever in this situation, I don't even I don't have words. I wish my I'm niece gonna push this bitch. I, right, I don't have Hello. words. If my niece and nephew was in an interview and they was like, So is you gonna beat that bitch? And my niece and nephew said, Yeah. Wow. How, why you think you're you gonna beat that, that so bitch? Confidently. First off, I'm about to beat you, bitch, because you denied my greatness because my greatness is flowing through his or her greatness. <laughs> so we all got a problem in here. And that's my last call this week. Yeah, I'm just gonna push him. I'm like, girl, like, push him. No, push. We well, gotta start with that and then see if the girls receive the aggression appropriately. Cause like, okay, well they got him in line. Cause some girls they get him in line and some girls they don't. And you just have to. Well, sir, that was just like a, a gentle tap, and my lawyer can defend that. <laughs> my aggression will always be received. And so, that is this week's episode of Here For It Podcast Thank you guys so much for listening Especially if you listen through the whole episode We really appreciate that Two hours um, Especially for those of you that go back and listen to old episodes After you get impressed by this episode We thank you also for that We have previous episodes called Sex Worker Black Top White Bottom That are also very controversial Did we talk to that other episode that Liv you to Because that was a good I enjoyed our Pride episode about DC last year It was a good episode Please go check out those previous episodes <laughs> As well as our Instagram over at Here For It Pod on Instagram And our Twitter Ooh. Where we say all kinds of things Ooh. as well Please subscribe So you will get the notification That we have uploaded a new episode next week And we will see you next week Thank you guys so very much Bye Bye